Retro Freaks. This is Chris from Retro Life For You Podcast. I just want to take a moment of my time here to go over with you a partnership we've done recently with 80stees.com. It's a place online you can go to to purchase t-shirts for your everyday wear that represents a lot of the stuff you love from your childhood growing up that you still love today. They've got t-shirts that cover movies, cartoons, music, superheroes, 80s television, fantasy, wrestling, retail brands, video games, horror movies. They even branched out a bit to cover some 90s movies as well. Because let's face it, 80s wasn't the only decade out there. The 90s had some good stuff too. Don't tell anybody I said that though. Right now though, if you're wanting to purchase a t-shirt from 80stees.com and you're just not sure if you want to go ahead and do it, we're offering 30% off of 80stees.com with our discount code RETROLIFE. Once again, Retro Life, R E T R O L I F E. When you get to the end of your purchase, put that code in. They will give you 30% off your total order and you'll be ready to go. Make sure you tell them that Chris and Travis from Retro Life for You sent you. All right. Welcome to the show, everybody. We have another good show for you this week. I'm done messing things up. Trying to get this thing started, Travis. See what happens when we let Chris run the board. You jinxed me is what happened. You jinxed ah, me. Okay, ah. so for you, for those of you who don't know, I originally started with the wrong intro, but I got that, that fixed. I'm good. I'm a good, professional. Yeah. Darn right. it. I'm a professional. Fix it on the fly. Fix it on the fly. That's right. Uh, this week, we got another good guest for you. We're going to talk to Lori Tucker. And Absolutely. Lori Tucker, who I believe back in the day, I'll confirm with her in just a minute. I think she told me she used to go by the name of Lori Gardner back in the day when she was doing stuff, but she has been in lots of music videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Van Halen's Hot for Teacher, uh, L.A. Guns, uh, Sex Action, Rick James, I think it was Lucy's Rap, uh, quite a few videos. We'll talk to her some more about it in a minute, about the different ones she was in, and mm-hmm. uh, get you guys some time to to know Lori and everything. So, Travis, I'm going to go ahead and bring her in. Absolutely. Because we need somebody other than Travis to look at for sure here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> There she is, Lori Tucker, everybody. Thanks for joining hey us. Lori week, Tucker, Lori. welcome, welcome. We truly appreciate hey, you coming on with us. I have been talking with you for I don't know how long to get this. Well, <laughs> not to get it hammered out to when we're going to start, but just, you know, back and forth till we finally get the date, get here and everything. Right. Yeah. And the day is finally it's been here. A minute. It's been a little <laughs> yeah. minute, yes. I mean, I have harassed you to the point you probably were going to block me at some point. <laughs> But we are we are we're past that now. We're like best buddies and everything. We are. So, there you go. It's it's, it's uh, like old home week. Feels like it's right. been years. And that's right. There you go. That's right. That's right. Um, but um, we are going to go a different route. We have not done anything musically wise so far. I mean, we've done the only thing music wise we've done as a show so far is pick our favorite songs from the movie. You know, songs that's that remind it. you songs that right. remind you of movies and everything. You know, mm-hmm. and that yeah. was a fun show. But this isn't quite the same this is actual the real deal and everything so no doubt. and uh, we're also going to talk with you about you know some of the music video time frame during mtv's heyday and everything and yeah. stuff like that that was yeah. definitely a fun time for me uh i every time every day coming home from school was flipping the tv on and going to mtv when i was well at, at a certain point at first it was he-man and then we oh, got yeah. the MTV stuff. Okay, you know? He got to get, he got to get, he got as presidents, man. I have six brothers. I totally, yeah. We got to get the cartoons in there a little bit before we get, we get the music videos. That's right. The, yeah. The that was the best time waking up and watching those Saturday morning cartoons or after school. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, the countdown, the weekly countdown was always there. They showed yeah. it three or four times. So, mm-hmm. but um, Travis, do you want to take off this week? You want me to start? Uh, it, uh, I can go ahead. Um, go ahead. Talk- we, we've spent so much time here in the beginning talking about 
uh, you musically, and we already know that you're a music lover and that you've been in the videos and all, but yeah. we didn't say we didn't say anything about your uh, modeling career, which had been pretty extensive as well. So we were wondering what got you into modeling and what was your very first modeling job? That's going to be hard to remember, but um, you know, <laughs> I was really tall so there's been so many. and skinny. So it was either basketball or modeling. <laughs> I was not good at basketball. So, um, but I started when I was really young actually. And, um, I was in a little, do you remember, guys remember Montgomery Wards? We used to call it Monkey oh, Wards. Yeah. It was yeah. Yeah. So out by where, you know, where I lived, it was in San Fernando Valley. Uh, they had a little uh, program called Windy Ward. And uh, I think I was 12 when I entered into it. You do like six weeks and they taught you how to kind of walk and sit. And then they had little, uh, within the store, they let us do tea room modeling. We could pick outfits out in the store. Um, and then we do like little tea room modeling in their cafe, you know, around the customers and everything. And um, we, you know, go into different departments and kind of like what they called mannequin modeling and things like that. Right. And I started meeting photographers through that, that would come to the events that they had. And, um, you know, they come and say, hey, do you want to do some testings? Um, I need some pictures for my book and maybe you can use some pictures. So I started doing that and um, actually worked a little bit before I got an agent, but I uh, mm -hmm. got my first agent when I was about uh, 17. Um, and then an agent came to my agency from Paris and um, took me to Paris for a year. And, you know, European magazines are beautiful and um, there's tons of them. So models usually will go to Europe and, you know, do all the magazines, magazine work there and some runway and things like that and get your book together and come back to LA or New York to make money. <laughs> All right, right. So, a long process. Where the, where the real De Niro is. So, um, <laughs> right. That's a, so that's a definitely a long process there. Yeah, that, that it kind of is. So, uh, lived in Paris for a year, modeled all over, uh, was really blessed to go to some really amazing places, came back for about a year and a half, and then went back for about two and a half years to Milano, Italy, Munich, Hamburg, a little bit of Zurich a little bit more in Paris again and came home and worked here and then started doing TV commercials, um, which I did a, a lot of. And uh, then, you know, wow, MTV hit. <laughs> <There>. <laughs> that was that. And then it was a music videos, but I continued to model and do commercials all, all through my whole career. So, um, okay. you know, that was nice. So to going back. I, I, that made me curious too. He's talking about since you since you've been doing it since you were a little little girl. Um, did, were you ever in you know like the the Montgomery Wards, J.C. type stuff? Were they they actually in like the catalogs that they that they mailed out and all that? Oh, or was it yeah. just like a little? Oh, <laughs> yes, cool. I shot um, J.C. Penney's all the time. Um, we had out here. We had um, Broadway department store, which turned into mm -hmm. Macy's department store. We had bullets. okay, yeah. Things like that, shop for them. Um, Neiman Marcus, uh, which is yeah. a high, higher end. Uh, and then I would do a lot of ads for the malls themselves um, during special events. You know, they'd make like posters and, and you know, things they'd send out in the mail. What, what did that do? I'm sorry, Chris. I'm, I'm just asking a question because now it's got <laughs> well, me. I didn't realize you were into it I mean. so young, right? I didn't yeah. realize you had gotten into it so young. So it makes yeah. me wonder too, like what, so since that was, with that was, I imagine, kind of local to where you lived at the time as well, how did that affect your school life? Did you, did that just blow you up with your popularity and everything? Oh, I, was, I didn't go to school. 
school. <laughs> no, I, um, actually, my high school year, because I was, you know, going on interviews and working a little bit here and there, I went to a, a place called Valley Alternative School, and it was behind a, a college called Pierce College in the Valley. And it had just a very much more relaxed schedule, um, which allowed me to kind of do what kids are doing, you know, now during COVID, you know, work from home mm -hmm. when I needed to. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So, yes, yeah, so I was allowed to do, you know, a lot of the stuff at home. So uh, that okay, gave me a, cool. a nice opportunity to just finish. And so, uh, you know, went to Paris right right when I turned 18. So I'd finished school right, right on. in September, I mean, in June. And yeah, then. So you're, you just checked out. That's awesome. That, that's that must actually, have been some kind of experience. For, that was to, interesting. That Valley girl landing <laughs> yeah, in Paris. That was, that was great. Wow. That, that's amazing. That's well, That's really huge at 18 years old to be taken uh, from what you're used to all your life. And now you're in Europe, yeah. a big, fat, you know, yeah. extraordinary place like that. Yeah. That it you can was, see in Paris and everything. Yeah, it was eye-opening. It was exciting. It was scary. It was, but you know, I really learned a lot. I mean, you had to feed on the ground. You had to get a, a map book of Paris mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you just, the agency would, you know, give you your, your, what they call go sees your interviews. Um, yeah, no, no Google maps back there, guys. No <laughs> Google maps. <laughs> oh, I got into some trouble. Uh, <laughs> so you would like, you know, look up a street and then you'd have to go like, B42 <laughs> and then take the subway. You had to learn the subway systems. Like looks like this, you know, right. uh, so you'd get on one train in the subway and then you'd have to connect here and connect there and get out and then get your map book out and, and, and find the place. So uh, it and was, keeping appointments uh, during all this too. So I'm trying to, right. Yeah. And then you're trying to look good. Yeah. When you've yeah. <laughs> walked in the rain. Uh, no, it was was yeah, yeah. But um, it, you know, I think the, the hardest thing for me, probably. So that was a good life lessons, you know, and um, was just, I come from a big family and they were all very close. I guess I have six brothers and two sisters. And so that, that was hard, you know, the homesickness and, you know, being mm -hmm. that age. Um, yeah. So glad I did it and, um, and everything. But I think that was a little harder at first, you know, but um, I always tell the story of bringing my $12 it was either Casio or Texas Instruments <laughs> cassette player. <laughs> and I brought a couple of cassettes, but one of them was Van Halen. And uh, I literally burned it out in my little cassette. Player. <laughs> that was yeah. the boom box before there were boom boxes, really. You know? Right. Yeah. And I had two roommates. I slept in the living room of the model apartment, and my two roommates hated my guts because I just oh, nice. played it and played it and played it until it burnt out. <laughs> and I call my mom. Song? <laughs> they were like, do you have anything else? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, <no>. Maybe some <laughs> Def Leppard, Quiet Riot. <laughs> yeah, that was just a little teeny bit before, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, gosh, it's so funny you mentioned Def Leppard. I just literally found... My 1983 Def Leppard pristine ticket. Oh, oh. check it out. That is nice. so cool. Romania tour. And I'm so happy that Germans are so anal. They don't <laughs> they didn't even rip their tickets. It's perfect on the right. back. So I'm really that fun to so cool. found that. Now you said 83. Yeah, you said awesome. you said that was Pyromania tour? Pyromania tour, 1983. Yeah. That's a great one. Unter I did not see that, but I mean, that was yeah. a great one. <laughs> and I found my Joan Jett <laughs> ticket from when I lived in Munich. Oh, that's so cool. That's awesome. She played in this teeny little um, theater 
Cosmonite in a theater. It just looked like a room. It was very small. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Down the street from my apartment in Munich. And I just found that. I found that a little bit ago, too. It was so oh, that is so you awesome. Know, so how many cars, how many bands did or how, how much did you get to see in, in Germany while you were there? No. Uh, that's about Germany, right? Munich. And yeah, I was in, you know, between all the countries, mostly. Um, got to see Tom Petty, Spandau Ballet. Um, I remember Earth, Wind, and Fire early on. I saw them oh, right <laughs> in on. Paris. Um, saw who else? Oh, Ricky Lee Jones played. You know, it. Anybody that I even heard of, if they were playing in town, I went to see them. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's awesome. I think I've heard you say this before. I'm not sure, but who was your first concert you seen? Uh, oh, Bachman Turner Overdrive. Bachman, okay, yeah, BTS. Yeah. Right on. I do remember. You, I do remember you saying that. Now I thought <laughs> yeah. I remember you talking about somewhere else before. And yeah, my that. my uh, brother John is five years older, and my biggest music influence. Um, he took me, and he had a friend named Randy, real tall guy six foot six or something and there was about five of us six of us mm -hmm. and it was general admission and we were you know the line was around the block so he literally found a piece of paper out of his po jacket pocket opened it up and said you guys come here follow me and, <laughs> and he took us he said walk in a line so we got in a line and he walked us and he kept saying section b this way section b and then he went to <laughs> the front of the line and he says, excuse me, can you excuse me, step aside? And then everybody stepped aside and he says, section B this way. And he ushered us into the, to the front of the line. <laughs> Thank you. That's hilarious. That's awesome. And that's nobody hilarious. said anything. Right. That's, I, I used to tell my friends, we had uh, the Black Crows came here one time to Greenville. Yeah. And um, I'm like, dude, when the show's over, just trust me, just act like you're supposed to be here. So we just right. we jumped the fence and just started roadying up. You know, we were picking up ants. So we actually got to party with them afterwards. So that was That's like, so nobody knew who we were. We were just like, oh yeah, yeah. come on. That's, right. That's where we put it up. We're it's kind of like stuff. hiding in plain sight, you know? It, right, exactly. exactly. It is, it's what you said. Always act like you admit you belong there. As That's, long as you, it. Right. That's, That's the whole key to it all, you know? If yeah, you look yeah, nervous yeah, in the least like bit, they're going to sniff you out. You look guilty, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that would be us. that would be my that would be me. I would feel guilty. Probably they would look at me and go, "Who are you again?" <laughs> Just give yourself away. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I would tell them myself. I'd be like, "Well, I jumped this fence over here. You see, it was so easy." <laughs> I'm so uh, sorry. <laughs> I won't do it again if you let me just stick my head in and say hi. <laughs> right, right. Hey, <laughs> yeah. no. hey what, uh, being, uh, with your modeling and everything, what got you turned toward the direction of music video itself then? I mean, well, I know MTV coming out and all got your yeah. attention, but what really steered you there? Well, um, honestly, uh, you know, going on commercial interviews every day, print interviews, and then, you know, MTV hit and man, it just everybody was making a music video. Because otherwise right. you didn't get seen, you know, your band didn't get seen. Mm -hmm. So um, just all of a sudden, my agent was adding music videos to the to the list, you know. So she um, and it's so funny because this was actually my first music video interview and my first music video was Van Halen. Oh, um, wow. Just so, so happened yeah. you wore their tape out not too long ago. Yeah. Now, now you're in the video. I have to say, I did, I've you know done a lot, and uh, said in the past some of the bands, you know, I weren't that wasn't that huge of a fan of. You know, I'd always heard of them, but 
you know, Van Halen, man, I really had to hold it together. <laughs> act very right. Heck yeah. Like I belong there. Like I didn't care. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Van Halen, but, you know. Nice to meet you. And I, I don't know if you heard the story because after I got the job and I did the interview, I had to come back mm-hmm. and they wanted us to meet the band and I had to go into this little room in a two-piece bathing suit. Um, oh, wow. With all four of the guys sitting there, two on one side, two on the other. And I mean, like I said, I had... I literally, they had to move their feet for me to walk to the back of the room because that's how oh, small wow. <laughs> it was really like large walk-in closet status. Yeah. Um, but that was quite the experience. Yeah. Really that had to walk in. But... <laughs> that's crazy. That is crazy. Um, yeah. I, I know you mentioned, uh, you tell me some of the other videos you've been in and everything. Yeah. When it comes to that genre of music, Van Halen, um, you know, hard rock, heavy metal. You tell me you were the LA guns in the video. Yes. Uh, were those the only two you did as far as that type of music goes? Or were you in other, you know, for other um, bands as well? Probably those were probably, you know, the more rock and roll. Um, yeah. I did, I got on a couple others, one for gun, guns and roses that I didn't get. Um, but I think that was, you know, that was that, but um, yeah, I did, um, couple of like r&b i did a diana ross and julio iglesias did a did a kind of a ballad um but i did some you know somebody else that i really love and adore is pink floyd and i did um roger waters sunset strip music video which is just really great yeah i I remember that video Uh, when you sent me the link to that video i'm like i know this song i know this i remember (laughs) watching that video on television yeah that's yeah it wasn't the the most popular um song or video of his uh, solo career but it was really a blast to make and i was so honored to be able to to have anything to do at all (laughs) with them just like with (laughs) man alien you know still little what were they thinking though you're walking a dog and you have a monkey on your shoulder. I don't understand the. Am I missing something? Us. <laughs> I mean, right. yeah, I guess it's in the in the concept of the album and that song was actually about a kid in Ireland that's psychic. Yeah. And so you know when he closes his eyes through that dog through the gate, Great Dane helps us. You know, helps me mm-hmm. somehow <laughs> perform little. <laughs> You know, magical things. So um, I mean, I, I saw it. The dog part, I, I kind of got, it, but I was just wondering. I was like, "Where does the monkey fit in?" I I, I kept thinking of in the song at the very end. She says, "I just want to go home with my monkey in my. I just want to go home and hang out with my monkey or something like that." Oh my god, the monkey! I was gonna say, "Where does the monkey not fit in?" Like any kind oh, of right. monkey into something. It, I mean, hey, why not? Like there you go. All right. But it did, um, you know, to train it, they give it grapes all day. And, you know, it was on my shoulder for seven hours. And so I got oh, pooped gosh. and peed on quite a bit. Very, glamorous, <laughs> right. you know, the glamorous <laughs> side of shooting videos. And um, by the end of the day, you know, it's a little, little thing right here. Very strong, though, I must say. And mm-hmm. so it started to kind of like just turn its head and look at me and I look at it. And it started to bite my face. So I oh, turned it Lord. and it did it twice. And then the trainer took it off my shoulder and said, okay, oh, we're done for yeah, the day. Like that's, that's so, enough of that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get any monkey so, fever. Yeah. What was that movie? Outbreak? <laughs> yeah. Outbreak, yeah. COVID was bad. Oh my God, mad monkey. Yeah. Somebody find that monkey. Yeah. So we're, <laughs> <Right. yeah. laughs> so we're going to, we're going to, 
go ahead and figure that Van Halen was probably your your favorite uh, rock and roll band to work with, or, or yes. was there another? And and then I really really had a great time working with LA Guns. Mm -hmm. uh, that was mm -hmm. such a fun music video to work on as well because you know, we we shot all night long, of course, until probably you know until the sun came up. But we shot at all these great, really. They were such a Holly, you know, Sunset Strip Hollywood band, and mm -hmm. it was just iconic. We shot on the Walk of Fame, and the whole opening scene is our feet and us walking on the Walk of Fame. You see the right, stars. Right. Um, we shot at the Roxy Theater. We shot up in Mulholland Drive. You know, Mulholland. y'all did this all in one we night. We dumped their car seats. <laughs> y'all did this but, all in one night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy wow. enough. It seems we. Yeah, it was. That's some, that's some uh, running around and you know, oh, getting some yeah, shots. Yeah, we, we started on. early and just, you know, Van Halen, I shot for three days. Wow. Um, and there was so much going on. We would shoot one thing in the middle of the day and then come back the next day and shoot one thing and the next day shoot a couple, and that, you know, because mm -hmm. we're uh, in that I'm, you know, the three of us teachers are Waldo's girls. Um, in the end segment where there's no one sure what happened to Waldo after high school. <laughs> um, so we're standing around him. Actually, um, can't see it, but Nils Lazauer, the photographer, um, uh, I went to visit him right before lockdown and he, you know, was the god of rock photography, still is, I mm -hmm. think. But um, he let me pick out a couple of prints from, he had all the original slides from the whole oh, wow. shoot. And he was That's the only awesome. person allowed to to shoot. Um, I usually mm -hmm. carried my Polaroid with me and like a lot of my, the pictures that I have, like here's um, LA Guns, like this is my Polaroid right here of myself right. and the guys. That's my yeah. Polaroid. That's my Polaroid. You know, <laughs> so mm -hmm. they didn't let us do that on, on Van Halen, unfortunately, but oh, wow. um, yeah. So I uh, got to pick out a couple of, he signed some prints for me. Really, really nice guy. Um, oh, but cool. yes. So that was a uh, that was a really fun shoot um, that we did um, for that, and I I did a couple of, of videos. I had done gotten hired for um, Peter Frampton, and uh, you know had to actually interview in front of most of the time the bands were right there. Sometimes mm -hmm. they well they look at the tape and they pick you. They pick the you know right. who you'll be in, and then then you'll have to eventually meet them, and then of course work with them. But Peter Frampton was in the room with the director and I had to walk back and forth, you know, <laughs> that's right. what they make you do. And um, the director left the room for a second and Peter was so sweet. He's so, he's, he says, I'm so sorry that, you know, you had to do that. I'm just, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, it's okay. And that, that, that's cool of him though. Cause I mean, it's like, I would imagine you're thinking in your head, like, what, you know, is this, is this Tommy Hilfiger marching I me mean, modeling one of his clothes or something? You right, know what I mean? Yeah. Donatello Versace yeah. ever here? Like, this is Peter Frant and he plays guitar, man. Right. <laughs> that's really cool that he did that. that you know, no. Right. That was really cool that he put you to the side well, like that. Though, you know? For me, yeah. I, in, in Van Halen, I had to walk back and forth. So I did have to do an improv and do all that. Right, right. So Peter Frampton yeah. um, shot all, all day into the evening. And I had a scene with um, Tommy Chong. Of Cheech and Chong, and he he lives in LA with his wife, but for some reason he was coming from New York or something, and he missed his flight or his connecting flight. So we shot all of Peter's stuff, and the scene of me coming up to the door and knocking, and I'm supposed to say, "Is Peter there?" 
<laughs> and it's supposed to be Tommy Chong saying Peter's not yeah. here, man. Oh, yeah. here, man. I was just thinking that very thing. <laughs> so that That's was the awesome. whole thing. And I oh. think I, another thing with him, and he tells me no. And um, so my scene didn't make any sense because there was no Tommy Chong. So I didn't make it oh, into the video. Man. I got paid. I got to hang out with him. I got Polaroid oh, with wow. him. And the director man. was really cool. And he's like, hey, I'm doing this Bob Seger video, you know, next week. Um, I don't know if I have, you know, I don't have a specific part for you, but I really want you to be a part of it. You, you know, you want to do it. And I was like, fine, sure. Of course. Sounds fun. And That's it was American cool. Storm and it was really uh, star studded. Um, it had, you know, James Wood. It had um, Randy Quaid, who actually was a friend of mine from a few years before. Oh, nice. Um, just a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of really good people. And um, so that was an incredible shoot. And then, uh, I'm basically ended up just literally walking by a table, Randy and this, uh, a person named Morgan Brittany. Um, so <laughs> on both those, I didn't really do much in them, but it was, you know, a great shoot. Nonetheless, got a pull right with them too. <laughs> no doubt. No, I was just going to say, get to hang out with all those people. Look, look in the, in Travis, itself, she said, would be awesome. she said Randy then, played, all, all I can see is cousin Eddie in my head. Yeah, right he's now. cousin Eddie. Really? Russell, uh, yeah. with Randy Quaid, I think I, when I think of Randy, I think of uh, him being the the crop duster in, in um, Independence <laughs> Day. Yeah, because he was he was big time in that one too. You know? yeah, yeah, and then he left LA. Um, so, um, you know, they're from Texas and everything. And my my um, I spent Christmas Eve. We went to you know my house first, and then we went over to his house, and it was Dennis Quaid, and he was married to PJ Souls at the time. And um, his mom was there and, you know, spent Christmas Eve <laughs> with them. Um, awesome. But he was a really, really, really sweetheart of a guy, really nice guy. But he ended up leaving for um, New York City because he was on Saturday Night Live for a while. Mm -hmm. And so I hadn't seen him since then. And he actually was still doing Saturday Night Live and he flew in just to do this music video for, for Bob Seger. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. And another cool. interesting very interesting video was the Rick James. <laughs> I, watched, yeah, we were, I didn't yeah, watch that. Ask about about yeah. that one. That's the Lucy rap, and yeah. it was a lot of girls. Um, you know, a lot of us girls. He liked, you know, he wanted tall women, and I'm five eleven. Of course, I had us in high heels still, so none of us were under six foot tall. Let's just put it. All that right. Way. And uh, it was it was fun though. It was it was fun. I knew a couple of the girls that you know I was shooting with, and I think it was Muhammad Ali's daughter or something does does the rap in it or her his oh, okay. niece or something like that does the rap in it so you know that was that was fun and yeah that would have to be wild being around rick james just being <laughs> right. around just being in his presence has to be something oh else. my gosh yeah he, he, behaved, <laughs> he behaved himself and didn't get arrested for years later <laughs> they didn't have to find me in a basement somewhere oh my gosh mm -mm. Yeah, that's, that's something funny. else for that one that so awesome. what about, um, we read somewhere too that uh, you were almost on the California Girls. I know you had mentioned a couple just now that, you know, you hey, went so far as to being in the video, but then it didn't get, it didn't make it past the cutting room or whatever for the final viewing. What happened with uh, California Girls? If well, there's truth to that or it does. Yeah, um, yeah, there is. Know. They um, So I did that video and then his next solo album, of course, he had, you know, not that much longer later. Um, right. So he, his, his people called my people. <laughs> <laughs> so his, his people called my agency and they asked, he specifically asked for me to be in the video, which I thought was really cool. But okay. I was 
already booked on a Pantene shampoo hair commercial. Okay. Okay. And, you know, it was videos. Hoffer Teacher actually paid very decently um, because they went through Screen mm -hmm. Actors Guild. But usually, uh, music videos, even to this day, don't pay very well. I, I think right. it's up to pizza and all the beer you can drink or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll, yeah. I'll take it. But... It's going to be a school video. <laughs> Tra some exposure. Tra Travis so, is like, where can I sign up? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pizza and beer. Corona, Corona. <laughs> so, um, so my agent's like, you're not doing that music video for, you know, 500 bucks. You're going to do this Pantene for so many thousands of dollars. So right. Well, um, in hindsight, I totally would have done Heck yeah. <laughs> because you know you're thinking to yourself what am i going to remember most down the road what do i want to have as a memory down the road that i was with david lee roth and california girls or i did a, you know, a shampoo commercial that's probably yeah. what you're thinking at that point you know because yeah yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I think i would take the other opportunity as well if i could i would have both <laughs> right right i'm yeah. not greedy or anything but both yeah but, you know, there was time. i was traveling a lot working a lot you know and um yeah, just like like once you booked into a commercial, you you can't say no, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's a contract. Well, you know, it, so. right. I was gonna say the commercials right. too. So, would you doing all this where you were expi where you were ugh, got tongue tied there? Were you were aspiring to go into movies or TV or anything? Because I know a lot well, of times gosh, too, that's how I started out. The commercials is the gateway years. to that as well. Yeah, um, I started off at fifteen, about fifteen and a half, um, going to this. Uh, Lee Strasberg's Theater Institute. And that's where all, you know, De Niro and everybody <laughs> went. And then he mm -hmm. came to California. That was them in New York. And he came to California. And we did not have much money. I don't know what my parents were thinking, but they signed us, my little brother Tommy and I up. And we would take the bus for like two and a half hours into Hollywood from the Valley, from Northridge. And and go and they had, um, you know, different classes and, you know, uh, Angelina Jolie's mom was going there at the time. So John Voight was there all the time. Um, right they would have people come in and speak. So they would have, you know, Jack Nicholson came in to speak and um, oh, wow. Roman Polanski and, and um, uh, singing in the rain, Gene Kelly. Um, yeah. he, he came in to speak and I had to go to the bathroom and I was sitting there. I'm like, I should go, I should go, I should go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I go before he gets here, and I ran out the double doors and almost knocked him to the floor. So, oh no, <laughs> that's awesome. And something funny too um, is okay. So couldn't afford it, and I had to tell my teacher. I said, "Listen, you know we can't afford it anymore. I'm so sorry. We love it here so much." And she says, "No, well, let me figure something out." And she called my folks and said that they were going to put us, my brother Tommy and I, on scholarship there, and we just had oh, to, awesome. you know, help out. So. Um, we did lighting for some of their little performances and I had to help um, do improv, the improv class for the kids. Kids weren't all that much younger than me. So one of right. the kids was Laura Dern, you know, ah, um, Bruce Dern's daughter, nice. who was, you know, yeah. you know, Laura Dern mask yeah. and um, Jurassic Park Jurassic and Park. Uh -huh. still working. Yeah. To this day. And yeah. she had, a, I remember she had a little bowl cut and everything. She was tall. Tall like me, she's part of my tall tribe. And um, yeah, so I had to guide them through through improvs. And I'm really happy that I did go to Lee Strasberg and learn how to improv because honestly, there's a lot of great looking girls, a um, lot of really good actresses and things, but often you had to improv um, when you, actually most of the time you had to improv when you went on an interview. 
And sometimes mm-hmm. there's like, there's nothing set up. You just have to kind of, you know, create. Right. And that got me a lot of work. I, I really, truly believe. So I'm forever grateful for being able to go there. But it's awesome. so funny to think about, you know. That is and, awesome. uh, Well, I have to t- say one more story about Lee Strasberg. Yeah, yeah. Please do. Please do. Jason. And my brother, Tommy, and I, we, we didn't have money. So, but my dad made sure, my mom would make sure we had enough money to, during our, you know, take the bus and during our break, there was, we'd go downstairs on Hollywood Boulevard and a couple doors down was a pizza place. So we had enough money for a piece of pizza and a, and a Coke. Um, and this kid, Jason, never had any money. And my brother, nine kids, we're used to sharing everything, if, you know, if, if it's our last bit. All so right. always money. We walk around the corner to Burger King, always treating him to his Burger King, always giving him half our pizza. And one day we're going down the stairs, we're leaving, and I see out there's a huge um rolls royce with a driver and he goes okay gotta go guys bye and he runs down the stairs <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, turns out he's jason bronson um charles bronson's son oh wow <laughs> oh. dad did not send a kid with yeah, change yeah he, he didn't have any pocket change yeah i, I think he probably had a little money Maybe just a little bit. Not with him. <laughs> no, yeah. just, it was just not on his person. No, nothing right. he was wanting to part with, I'll tell you that. Right. <laughs> I had a buddy in high school like that. That, that kid, he'd have 50 bucks in his pocket and walk around, walk up and ask you if you got any change. Ugh. So he wouldn't, you know, he's like, hey, man, you got, you got 25 cents? You got 50. He's like, hey, I asked enough people. I got my, I got a drink and a snack. I ain't had to spend none of my money. I'm like, dude. Just. Right. <laughs> I had a friend like that too. And I got onto her finally and I just was clean. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody's yeah, known that like, person probably. Like, everybody's known that person. Did um when you when you were doing these videos and everything and your commercials of course and all that and the modeling, did you find that you were getting noticed a lot on the street by people? They recognize you from the videos or the, the television commercial that you did? Yeah, you know, um, so often in the print ads and things like that, if it was something that was out there or a billboard or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the people in the business knew me, everything, but. I, the thing that cracks me up the most are two things that I were, I thought were, I'd be the least recognizable that people would come up to me for. Um, and they weren't even, I even had somebody, I was in New York and this person comes out of the subway and goes, Hey, I just saw you, you want a billboard in Tokyo, you know, <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, I was on an episode of uh, family feud <laughs> with my, okay. Yeah. And with my mom, my sister, her husband, and my husband at the time, this was just like, like 1990 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, 91. and I, for two, for weeks, people would come up to me and say, were you on, were you on family? Right. I was like, what? <laughs> That's one of those shows that like everybody in America. One, one night, we didn't win the big money at the end of the night. We got some, and then we were on the next night and then we lost, but um, that just never ceased to amaze me with cracking me That's up, but <laughs> right. And yeah. then and well, that seems um, like too. Family Feud. I have a clip of, of that shows. on my Instagram. <laughs> to put Family Feud's one of those no. shows. It's like no, it's not water cooler talk show, but it's like no. everybody in America watch. It's like American Ninja Warrior. Everybody's right. watching it, but nobody's talking about it. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, nothing they'd admit to. Right. <laughs> right. And um, then the next, the other thing that I got noticed uh, a lot was um, I had done a, do you remember Gotcha 
gotcha bathing suits, mm-hmm. gotcha sportswear, gotcha bikinis. Yeah, they had, they had um, uh, so, watches yeah. too. Gotcha watches, yeah. yeah. Yes, it was Michael Thompson. Mm-hmm. And they had little he, rubber bands that went around them. Yeah, like yeah. Colored yeah. rubber bands. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, and it was in everywhere, like body glove and, and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, so he was a, you know, famous South African surfer and he opened that com- company himself so at the time there was the number two surfer who was australian shane haran and i got hired for that and shocking because i'm not blonde usually <laughs> you know, beach wear blonde um and uh did like a you know like a it was like a five page spread in all the surfer magazines surfing and all that stuff and then they did do some smaller posters of me in the surf shops and where you would get your surfboards and your clothes and things like that so um yeah i got recognized a lot for that just that's cool, <laughs> that is cool. And of course commercials. walking down venice beach or something and everybody knows you <laughs> yeah it's like yeah they're like yeah all the surfers definitely did yeah no what else yeah that's what i meant the surfers and all right like, yeah that's me the day i saw you in there man <laughs> and then you know i did like burger king and you know, I did a couple Burger Kings. I did a Domino's with um, Martha Quinn, who was still a VJ on MTV. Um, so people remember me from that. And um, okay. I did Coca-Cola. I did a, every kind of beer you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just a beer girl. I don't know. Did Miller, Genuine Draft, Coors, Special Export. Were any um, of them into the super, on, on the Super Bowl commercials? Were any, yeah. Did any of them ever make it to the Super Bowl? I think one of the beers did, and the cool thing for me was I did a Kmart, and it played during the Olympics, the 1984 Olympics. Oh, that's just as cool. So I just gotten home like a few months before and shot that and shot Van Halen around the same time and shot Airwolf around the same time. but it was really fun to to have it like everybody's watching that, you know. And then yeah, I did get a lot of phone calls from that, even in my relatives in Tennessee and Virginia. <laughs> I just Maryland, see you on the Olympics. Texas. <laughs> right. Heck yeah. See, see, I knew there was something good about her. She said relatives in Tennessee. Travis, yep. where am I from? There you go. Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. Oh, my I'm grandparents are from Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. My great, great, my, well, my great grandparents are from there. My, my Ed Godaddy Rollins got ran out from moonshining, but that's <laughs> what <I'm talking> <laughs> so why, why is it I don't have problem believing that? I don't have any trouble <laughs> believing that at all. I don't know why. Tennessee, you probably did a little moonshine. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I know my I... grandfather worked on the railroad. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, there. in Tennessee, and then mm-hmm. I think in Virginia, and yeah, and then yeah. he started working for the government when they moved to um, Indian Head, Maryland, which you know, like about forty minutes mm-hmm. outside of DC. Hey, so yeah. cool. Well, now I, I want to ask you here in just a second about MTV in general. Yeah. Uh, some of your things about that and everything. We're going to talk about these music videos and, you know, what ultimately happened with it all. But I was just curious. You mentioned Airwolf a moment ago. Yes. Uh, how many yeah. different TV shows did you get spots on? Like, I know you mentioned Airwolf. You had a little bit there on um, Family Feud. Uh, were yeah. those just, uh, just a couple here and there, or did you do quite a few? Yeah, of them? I, I did. I did the Airwolf episode, um, which was really fun to shoot. God, we shot for almost a whole week on that because it was oh, it wow. was one of their extended episodes to be like a little mini movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then I actually still have my VHS. That's <laughs> hey, cool. there we go. That is, That's that awesome. Cool. I had to I had to locate a, a DVD though, so I could actually put it in the can't watch right. it. Um, so I did that, and uh, I did a show called Gavelin. 
Mm-hmm. And that was, I'm trying to think of the guy. He was in a thousand different um, TV shows. Uh, <laughs> I know his name, Gavlin. Oh gosh. And then um, I was on a TV movie called The Lies of the Twins with Aiden Quinn and Isabella Rossellini mm-hmm. and Iman, David Bowie's wife. Right. Um, and that was fun. Of course, I played a model in that. <laughs> Go figure, right? <laughs> um, yeah, shooting with the uh, uh, actual real famous photographer at the time. And um, yeah, they walk into the agency and I'm doing this photo shoot with the photographer and a couple of guys. And, um, you know, that 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 was really fun. And a couple things here and there that I I never found, you know, can't find on TV, can't. I know there was another TV movie kind of about modeling and I thought it was maybe called Blush or something that I can never find my segment. And then I did a number of videos at the time, like VHS, VHS type things for like makeup artists and things like that, mm-hmm. um, yeah. that they sold in the stores. And um, and I did a little part in a movie called Eminon um, with uh, with the Paul brothers, but I, I, I can't find that either. You can right. find it and find trailers, but I can't find the actual movies. So hopefully one day, it is it's hard sometimes with stuff like that too that's like uh yeah. you, we were talking about um Catherine Mary Stewart a while ago yeah. uh, I'd seen a, an interview Dabble. where they alluded to the end of it uh that she was she had almost gotten or she was leaving to go have a part in Highlander but then right. you get to look it up and there's nothing there's no no nothing on the internet that references yeah. it there's things I remember from the eighties that like, I try mm-hmm. to look it up on, there's a cartoon that I watched when I was a kid. I swear it was called the comic strip. It was about like, you know, like um, Frankenstein and, and Dracula and the Wolfman and all that, but oh, they were all oh, kids and they so went familiar. to a summer camp. Right. Yeah. And they went to a yeah. summer camp. Yeah. But yeah, I can't my, find it anywhere yes. on the internet. <laughs> I got to ask my sister, my sister worked for Hanna-Barbera, Bakshi, okay. Filmation, all the, you know, Scooby-Doo's. And then she ended up, with Warner Brothers and Steven Spielberg was her boss, of course. And oh, um, wow. they did Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain and all that later on. But awesome. she was, yeah. you know, from the 70s on. I, I'll, I'll ask mm-hmm. her if she remembers. Actually, I'll ask my, my brother, Ralph. He he will know. He's <laughs> right, yeah. He's I swear it was called the comic strip. And it was like well, every weekend they'd have something a little bit different. But I remember distinctly it was... All of the monsters, the creatures yes. from the Black Lagoon, even and, and I have like a little summer camp memory of that. Yeah. But I'm I'm gonna and isn't it funny how you can't find some things that you see? Yeah, it's like you, nowhere. It's my like Diana Ross music video. Um, I used to see it all the time. Um, you know, I saw it on MTV and then I saw it on the internet and I went to go pull a little footage from it and it's gone. I can't find it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's like gone. <laughs> What happened? Yeah. That was me. I know I was there. Yeah, there was <laughs> right. a lot of us dancing, mostly a dancing with Bob, Gir- Bob Girardi, and he, you know, was doing the dance stuff. And yeah, can't find that sucker. <laughs> but you know, I um, took a lot of acting lessons, and I, you know, wanted to to do that. But I, you know, can't control the universe, and it's just I got so busy modeling and so busy doing commercials, and yeah, I traveled, which was really good. That I just did, you know, I didn't end up taking the time to you know, pursue that more, but okay, yeah. But so I guess, know, I mean, that, that it, paid the bills and it was fun, right? So it's like you enjoyed so, it and it, yeah, you know, I was so yeah. blessed, blessed and so lucky to work from such a young age and then to work all the way until I started having kids. 
I actually mm -hmm. did. And I, I never had to have another job. Um, I actually, when I was eight months pregnant with my son, Weston, I did a Burger King commercial um, for the, you know, 99 cent Whopper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and in the commercial, I have to, there's uh, my, my, my fake husband and daughter, and I have to come into the scene and sit with them in the booth. And being eight months pregnant was not little. <laughs> and just I would come in and I would like <laughs> sit and go, hey, hey. <laughs> and the sound guy goes, oh, I, I, I'm sorry, can you be a little more quiet when you sit down? <laughs> just let me sit, because I, I can't do it. And, um, being pregnant, I was eating all the set fries, which, you know, you should eat because they're just like sitting there. Really gross, <laughs> not even under a heat lamp. Weird. But the, the nice right. thing about that was, um, I was, yeah, like eight months pregnant, so I was just a month away from having him. And they had taken one scene where I'm sipping my soda and cut it into a whole bunch of different Burger Kings throughout that year. So I literally oh. got paid the whole year on this. One commercial. On the one thing. Wow. That, now that's great. awesome right there. That now, is yeah, cool. I didn't even know it worked like that. That's so right? they, they took the clip off the one commercial and inserted it. They can do that and they get residuals from all it, that. Yeah. And wow. I was lucky too at the time I'd done the uh, Mil uh, Miller Genuine Draft mm -hmm. and shot it and then it didn't it played a lot and then it didn't play for another like two years. And again, right at that same time, they said we're gonna renew it and start playing it again. And then your agent can renegotiate and get more money. <laughs> oh, so wow. I that's did. Cool. And so that whole year was really great to be able to know that I didn't have to work and just, you know. That's you know, so was, awesome. That is yeah. so awesome. Yeah, Travis, it's, it's nice. it's I know what I'm sure. going to do. I know what I'm going to do now. Is, <laughs> is, I'm going to cut a commercial is there, or two, man. Is there any that's call? Do. Is there any call for a 48 year old balding fat man out there? Because I am hey, here and I am, I am ready. I am, dad bods are in now, bro. Yeah, this I'm is ready. what's happening. <laughs> You're in the cool place. I'm I have here. to That's tell right. you, it is, um, I still do some commercial and, and print stuff, but it's always like, it's all internet stuff. Yeah. They, yeah. It used to be when you were Screen Actors Guild, you couldn't do non-union. Now it's all non-union uh, or the majority of it. Um, the pay is so much worse than it used to be. It used to be just awesome. You know, you got paid for the day, you got holding fees, you got residuals, um, or they, you know, if it was a buyout, your agent would negotiate it solid rate and then you know they could use it as much as they want and now really it is almost down to pizza and all the beer you can drink it's like yeah, we're gonna pay yeah. you this little bit of money and give you this other little bit to use it for the next 10 years and yeah. <laughs> you know yeah exactly so there's some things out there that are okay but um it's just basically a side gig for me well you called it though you said it, the internet the internet's what changed a lot of that stuff you know it's now now if you think about it Everybody out there is a model. Everybody out there is an actor. Everybody out there is a comedian. Everybody's got their own little gig. <laughs> YouTube is out there for anybody to want to put on a show. I yeah. literally, I literally sat here and wondered to myself one day how it was a nine-year-old kid. I think he was nine years old. Oh, Travis yes. Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. All he did was open toys that his father would yeah. buy for him. That's Ryan's toy review, baby. Ryan yeah. is a okay, millionaire. So you know what I'm talking about. Like I'm $25 like, million dollars yeah. or something? Yeah, yes, I'm like, yes, I'm like, exactly. if a kid can make all this money opening up toys, why am I doing what I'm doing today? Is what I would say. I mean, come on, I'll open they toys. Formula because Chris doesn't get out of bed for less than ten thousand a day. That's why. That's right. That's right. Heck yeah, I got priorities. 
That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I got priorities. Me too. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so look, with, 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 you got me laughing now. With MTV, um, I remember, you know, like I said, uh, they had their countdown show every day. Every week they had the weekly countdown. You had the Headbangers yeah. Ball. You got Yo! MTV yes. Raps. You got yeah. all this great stuff they had on there. What was I your favorite thing about MTV? In the real world killed it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't see. I was I was going to allude to that originally. That's what, what killed what MTV. Did you say? I'm sorry, I missed it. I, I said until Theo Vaughn in the real world killed. Oh, the real The real world. It seemed like it started world. with Spring Break in the in '94 or so. Like the Spring yeah. Break started taking over, and then the real world, and then Road Rules, and then all. And then stuff. that was and it, the, right? Then the music because were gone. That's it. I mean, you had, you had a few it. countdown shows left. That was about yeah. it. Those and the Headbangers Ball kept going on and on and on until yeah. it finally. Just I loved Headbangers with Ricky Rackman. I I was up right. every Saturday night till about three o'clock in the morning watching. Oh, yeah. I think it started. I I see you were. I think it was midnight my time. Midnight, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was starting. And then uh, first it was Adam Curry, I think. Yeah. And then it was Ricky Rackman. Right. And I mean, and I'm sitting here with my VCR ready to go, <laughs> waiting for the videos to come on because I'm recording so the just- videos. When mm-hmm. they come on, the ones I want to keep and watch, I still have to this day a six-hour tape of videos that I just can't watch. Oh because my God. one, I do have a VCR to put them in. I found one at somebody's house at an estate sale one day, and I snatched it up. They said it worked still, and it does. Yeah. But that tape had been played so many times that when I try to play it, it flickers and jumps everywhere. It's just no good anymore. Yeah. You don't know about this these days. And probably it's, people have forgotten on a VCR, you got the tracking it's button. It's not the tracking yeah. button. No, I <laughs> do know about the tracking it button. The, they stop well, flipping you know, the line, stop flipping. I totally get it because all my, um, back in the day, I had all my, I would go to the production house, uh, you know, on the commercial, I'd find out who the production house was. And then um, after it started airing, I could go to it. It was usually in Hollywood somewhere and they would give me a copy. And sometimes I think like I have a Van Halen. I mean, some of them are like this big, huge, like <laughs> giant, <laughs> deal. Um, but they would, you know, give me a VHS copy or one of the weird copies, but give me a VHS. And so I'd have like 20, 30, 40, 50 VHS. And then I, would go somewhere and they would put them all onto, you know, like all my commercials to that point mm-hmm. on it, one VHS and blah. So I have like 20 different VHS with different things on them and some missing, you know, and some I can't play, some I play and they're like, there's nothing on there and I knew there was. So it's really sad when, you know, right. things are just disappearing I mean, that you can't find. You know, you can get them transferred to DVD these days, but the question is, is how I, good a quality is your VHS to transfer to the DVD? Right. It may, I, it may I, not be I, good I, enough. Yeah, well, you can go to a place to have them do it, right? But then how, like, I have, I gave them some VHSs that, like, almost nothing came out on them. Like, maybe one or two things, and then it's just a bunch wow. of, like, you know. But, I, you know, I got horrible. most of it, and a lot of stuff's on YouTube. Not not everything, but, you know. Yeah. Like, well, a good amount of things, so. And, like, a lot of the videos we used to watch on MTV, you just mentioned YouTube and Vimeo and stuff like that. You can they're see all these there. videos, they're all there. That's yeah, just like, you, it's just like you never lost them. Right, um, exactly. I mean, I remember the first time my son went, Hey, have you ever looked for any of your stuff on YouTube? I'm like, What's a YouTube? It was newer. That's what my son got me one time. He asked me, uh, I said, I forgot what it was I was talking about, but this boy looked at me and he was born in 1999. 
But he looks at me, he goes, Travis, you mean way back in the 1900s? I was like, oh, mm, boy. <laughs> you that hurts. It, man. That yeah, yeah. hurts just a little bit. Didn't even say it to me, and I'm feeling the pain off that one. I'm right? telling yeah, you, I was like, you was born in the 1900s, bro. What are you talking about? Hard. Even though I don't particularly recall the 70s, I was born in 1980 on the butt on the button. So but I would say that the 70s, 80s and 90s, those are those that, that 30 years right there. I feel like yeah. outshines everything else. You know, I think so. It, just, it does. It I really, really think so. Earlier and today, people, I had a video come through to my phone that said these songs turn 35 years old today, and it made me feel terrible because I'm I'm looking at videos that I know I watch on a daily basis on MTV. Yep. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah. man, 35 years old yeah. today, and I'm thinking, and it said, yeah, 13 years. I would have been 13 years old at the time. Sure, that's that's right. Man, am I old? Right. No, Miss Laurie and Mr. Bibbidi Bop himself being one of those videos. <laughs> Kids these days think you know the two thousands is old music, you know, because yes. yeah, what freaky? I can't even. Oh, wrap my head around out. That. I, I put a playlist on the other night at work. I'm like the greatest hits of the nineties. That'll be great. It pulls up all this in sync and Backstreet Boys, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Are Wait you, a minute, really? I, I had to look it up. Like that, that really was in the nineties. What? Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah. that, I'm still thinking that was uh, New Kids on the Block, <laughs> right? Yeah. Insane New Kids on the Block. And then when yeah. you hear that, and then when you hear that, that Nickelback is on classic rock now, <laughs> right? No. <laughs> My son no. just told me, you know how they make so much fun of Nickelback, who I happen to like. Mm -hmm. But he told me there's yeah. a thing they call it Nickel Block, so you can block yeah. Nickelback from playing. <laughs> no Nickel Block, that's cold. That is so I like bad. Nickelback too. They got, I like got a couple too. songs that there's, sound the same, but. There's nothing uh, wrong with them. It's just everybody everybody has to have someone to pick on. And, that's you know, it. I think they started the ball. That somebody started the ball right. and that thing and just look when when I was a teenager, we, we made fun of the new kids in the block. Right. Oh yeah. So much, so bad. Yeah. Yeah. That today I almost feel bad for it because I do like Donnie Wahlberg. I like I, I like the show he's on. You know, I like Blue Bloods. So <laughs> yeah. if Donnie Wahlberg was to step out in front of me, I'd be like, Hey, it's Blue Bloods. Right. Like, yeah, new kids in the block. I'm like, no. We Blue had to, we had Creed. I made I made fun of Creed because Creed was still putting out albums, and VH1 decided to do a behind the music on them. And it's like they're, they're not even they're still making music. Why are you doing it behind the music? I, I remember that episode distinctly. Oh my god! When they came out, said things got so bad we were doing three shots of Goldschlager before we went on yeah. stage. Like, you know what that is like three shots of Goldschlager. Come on, so that like, was wow. like we made fun okay. Of you didn't party with Van Halen, evidently. Yeah, you didn't party with <laughs> Poison and Motley. You call yourself a rocker. Well, it's funny <laughs> yeah, because I just um I I help with my friend Patrick Warburton's St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital fundraiser every year and we just mm -hmm. did it a couple weeks ago yeah i'm on the auction committee and um they have an amazing music jam night and alice cooper always headlines and he's awesome and oh. a whole bunch of people mm -hmm. stone baxter um uh, eric lifeson from rush it just don felder from the eagles just people from the 70s till now and scott mm -hmm. stapp was the first this is the first year he performed so he just <laughs> oh wow <laughs> Yeah, you said that you brought that up. I'm like, wow, that's it. It was actually very cool. It was actually very cool. Travis, she, right. she, she had a live bit going from the Alice Cooper concert, 
that yeah. was while well, she was there. And we were, and I saw this live and I tuned into it. And it's Alice Cooper. I'm like, oh, great. She's at the concert. This he's is just standing so there talking. Doing, um, I, I forget if he was doing, it was either No More Mr. Nice Guy or. And then 18. He segued into 18 after. Yeah, but, but, when it, but before, before it got to the next song, though, the audio went out. I know. It was, it was gone. I'm like, oh, no. And so I, I, I went out and got out. What I, love I have about this him great too. video from a cup from right before COVID where we're setting up the auction stuff inside because this one was outside this time because of COVID. And I took my camera and I'm just like walking through the hallway and then I opened the door where they it's just like it looks like a banquet room, you know, and he's up there, you know, no makeup and just rehearsing and doing a sound check. And I have I have footage of that. I just love it. That's cool. <laughs> I, I love I love Alice. too. he kind of gave birth to that thing where like um, I was about to say something about. Scott Staff and Chad Kroger on um, uh, an SNL an SNL bit that they did it was hilarious, but um, uh, going back to that he was like the original, you know how they'll make fun of like um, I don't know like Lil John doing the yeah yeah and he'll be like so how much would this, is this going to count toward my frequent flyer miles like Alice was like the first person to really be that way you know he's out right. on the stage you know I'm eighteen and then he's speaking <laughs> speaks like highly educated and very right. enunciates properly and everything oh, yeah. and it's like what in the world mm -hmm. is this is alice <laughs> and he's an avid golfer you know so yeah um, yeah you see alice okay. out there in his now, life that, <laughs> yeah, right? that is yeah, funny. i did not know that says, that is so he doesn't funny. want any pictures in his golf garb because he doesn't right, want right. <laughs> mess he with goes the... like legit scottish too he wears like the little puff i've seen pictures of him he wears the little puff <laughs> pants and everything it's like wow <laughs> well, he was really cool too. He always donates his time. Sometimes he brings his son um, to sing with him, which is so so fun. He didn't uh, sing this year, Dashel, but um, he was very cool. A friend of mine does these really cool um, jackets, like t-shirts and jackets. She redoes them. She's called Rock Redo twenty four seven. So wow. she'll take like a, a you know uh, a t-shirt and redo it and do all kinds of cool stuff to it and add all her magic. Um, so it looks like the 80s, like those should just like does like all kinds of cool stuff to it. Very, Sweet. very rock and roll. Right. And then Love she, um, so some, a friend of mine had sent me a hot for teacher, um, our t shirt from Chicago, a friend of mine from Chicago. But the t shirt was really little, but the artwork was cool. So Rock Redo said, Oh, I want to make a jacket out of that. And she cut the artwork out and made a patch and then did this amazing, um, full leather jacket for me. and did some awesome. cool stuff, but she did this um, really amazing Alice Cooper jacket this year, and she did it with um, a T-shirt from Rebel Rebel Hollywood. They have some great rock and roll shirts. So it was like a limited edition mm -hmm. Alice Cooper shirt. She cut it out and did that. Did an amazing job, and then she donated it to the to the St. Jude, the Warburton St. Jude, and it went for over a thousand dollars. So it was oh, like, wow, yeah. that's awesome! Like cool. yeah, so yeah, cool. all it goes all to the kids, you know. So that is pretty, super pretty cool. cool. And he signed it. So he signed oh. that. And another friend of mine who does amazing like graphic art from you know a lot of musicians and athletes and things is Rick Mapes. Um, he's in Connecticut, Rick, Rick Mapes art. And he sent a really nice um, piece of art that he did of Alice and Alice signed that. So him doing that made these items go for much more, which was really nice. Right. I mean, they were gone Absolutely. for a lot anyway, but just you know, he's so cool to do that, you know. Yeah, to, no doubt, no doubt. Doesn't have to do that too, you know. So he's yeah, that's yeah. super, super cool. It's, it kind of is surprising sometimes to how the people that 
you know, the rock and roll side of things and the, and the side of things that, you know, most people, I guess, in society would think that they're going to be the ones that are not cool or not down to earth. And those are the ones yeah. that are the most down to earth. And like, when you speak to them, it's like talking to somebody mm -hmm. else who doesn't eat, you know, yeah. they don't even have all this fame and fortune. Mm -hmm. They're just like talking to another person. Yeah. Right. And you know I what, think Travis, it's so cool. It's interesting that you brought that up because I was literally just talking about this, um, you know, working with, um, you know, a lot of different, you know, celebrities and, and music artists and things like that. There are those mm -hmm. people that you have in your head an idea that, oh, they're going to be hard to work with. They're going to act like rock guard gods or you know, <laughs> right. stars. yeah. And then the ones that you go, oh, this person's going to be so cool because they're this, you know, mm -hmm. it always turns out <laughs> the one you think is going to be cool. I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to like say anything. Well, maybe I shouldn't mm -hmm. say, but I did a country music artist um, mm -hmm. video and I thought he was, you know, home, a home, homegrown boy. I thought, you know, country. I thought he was just going to be like really right, down right. Earth. and he wasn't. You know, just right. wasn't. yeah. He even yeah. actually corrected me. He had a um, a tech guy named mm -hmm. Punkin, and I mm -hmm. was talking to Punkin. Are you for hours. you said you Super said nice pumpkin, day. didn't you? Instead but I of said punkin. pumpkin, and he walked <laughs> by and said, "That's pumpkin," you know. And he, not a oh smile gosh. on his face or anything, and then right by without it, you know. And I was like, "Ooh." You know, how dare you pronounce the M and the P? <laughs> the principal just walked by and caught me right. smoking in the bathroom or something, you know. I just like, goodness. God. So mm. yeah, and then to sit with somebody like Peter Frampton, and he sat there and talked to me for two and a half hours while we we're waiting for wow. you know, break or waiting for a scene to be set up. And I and I Peter's got a legend, his, you his know, ex, you his think? wife's right shellfish allergy i know everything about everything wow right yeah yeah um, and peter's a legend i mean as yeah. far as oh, yeah. the way and i grew up people i grew up very, around you know yeah yeah it was still a pretty big deal at that time so mm -hmm. you know and then of course eddie what can i say one of the nicest people on the earth um Heck, yeah. just so well him and his brother all of them really nice you know dave being a little bit more of the eccentric and you know <laughs> mr right. showman you know mr yeah um, bibbity bop <laughs> right he was great but i mean the other guys were just super cool and in the scene that i was in in the gel cell you know they were all sitting in the back with the younger van halen and mm -hmm. eddie was on the floor um i don't know why i guess there was no room he just decided to lay on the ground Heck, <laughs> yeah if you look at that scene, you'll see him on the ground. He looks like he's 12. Um, you know, and during the breaks, he's like twisting his cigarette in his mouth and um, stuff. But he, he, what a sweetie, what a sweetheart, you know, really nice guy. And um, um, Tracy Guns from LA Guns, again, just a, a sweetheart of a man, still is to this day, just a really, really nice and, guy. And what a great first album they had, too. Uh, me, uh, my cousin and I wore their first album out. But they had it was Heck great. Yeah, that was so some really good stuff. Yeah, really, really good stuff. And um, you know, Phil still got a great voice. He's, you know, Tracy still kills it. So, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot for a second here. Then with Van Halen, now are you? I know you did this. You're probably partial to Van Halen because you did the video. But Van Halen or Van Hagar? Oh, Van Halen. Van Halen. I all love the way, Van right? Hagar too. But <laughs> you know. Van, Dave was Van Halen for so long and all the most right. my favorite songs, you yeah. know, 
all through there. And you know, like, I mean, truly, Van Hagar for me, I can't drive 55s about the that's about <laughs> it. I mean, that's about it. I mean, that was the same Hagar tune before we got in with Van Halen, but that, we're gonna that get was some hate, hate mail here, yeah. but um, we are I, probably, yeah, yeah, you know, have running with the devil was on my you know, running tape for a hundred years, forever, you know, um, I ran to that song. And then of course there was, you know, when Van Hagar came along, I mean, I, I bought, I bought their albums and I, you know, enjoyed them, but I did not get Van to Halen. See, yeah. I didn't get to see Van Halen in any concert until Sammy Hagar was a part of the group. So yeah. uh, the first one I seen with them was the OU812 tour. Yeah. And, that, uh, that, that was which fun. is, which is funny. Cause like for the longest time, I don't think a lot of people got the innuendo with their album name and everything. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> so many funny things back then they used to have with all these things. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I, I think my first concert, my first concert was not Van Halen. It was Kiss, actually. Oh, it was it was Hot in the Shade with one. Kiss. Yeah. And that was my actual favorite band growing up. It's still my it's still my favorite metal band right now or yeah. hard rock band, whatever you want to classify them as. Right. They're, still my, they're, they're, they're still my favorite rock band to this day. Yeah, they're... Uh... They're they're amazing. That's a great first concert to see. Yeah. I um saw I was really lucky enough to go to the 2015, the very, very last show at the Hollywood Bowl. You know, they played at home when they got off that reunion tour. Yeah. And uh, it was the last time Eddie played live. It was the last time Wolfie played with his dad live. I'm sure they played at home, but it was the live show. Mm-hmm. Right. And the last yeah. time, of course, all the all of them played together. Um it, it was um yeah, so I'm so happy I got to got to you know be a part of that. Thing. No doubt, that's awesome. That's special. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Well, I I I just noticed the time. I know we've kept you on for quite a bit here, and I don't want to take up all your time tonight. You've probably got some of the things you need to do too. So we'll we'll go the ahead. Thing, and... uh, I have a couch and a movie waiting for me right now. <laughs> Hey, well, there well, you go. The, I mean, well, what, what's the movie? We'll have a viewing party with everybody, all the people out there. Well, no. <laughs> okay. well, it, I'm, I'm sorry, we're not live, so they can't do that, I guess. So okay, but okay. I, I just watched. Um, I watched last night with my other daughter, um, and now I'm going to watch tonight with my other daughter. Um, <laughs> it's called The Adam Project with Ryan. We Rose. just watched that last night too. Isn't it I just good? Watched that, I just watched <laughs> really? that last night with my daughter. Yes, I love it's it. Amazing. It's so it was good. so good. Yeah. I don't okay. even mind watching it again. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm yeah, I just watched it last night. No as well with my daughters. Yeah, oh, dude, it's awesome. It's, yeah, I it's, knew it too. Awesome. As soon as he came in, it's right. It's a Ryan Reynolds movie on Netflix. So we were gonna watch oh, okay. um, Army of Thieves. It's got the little Dieter character in it, which I recommend right. that movie too highly. Yeah, okay. Army of Thieves. It is Army great. But um. <clears throat> Yeah, as soon as we saw it was Ryan Reynolds, we were like, "Well, I'm gonna watch it." It's Ryan Reynolds. You, you know, can't go wrong right. with Ryan Reynolds. It's like that. Very, it's like that TikTok I saw. You know, it's like having Deadpool in the movie. Right, <laughs> right, right. It's like you know because it's got the young him and him older, and they're yes. just banter back and they, forth. But. And the kid is like Ryan Reynolds. You know, he handpicked that kid to play him as young. Oh you yeah, know he did. The banter that they have back and forth and his smart right. mouth. Oh my gosh. And the kid, was, for yeah, some reason, so his awesome. voice and his mannerisms oh. remind me of the kid from the first Jurassic Park. He just mm-hmm. sounds—they so really do. Like the him. little blonde-headed boy. Yeah, from, yes, the it little, really the does. Little boy yep. that it's just like how he follows him around and asks questions and things <laughs> yes. like that. It's kind of right. It, 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 it my, just um, hit me. What movie are talking about? It just hit me. I've seen the preview for it. I Have you seen the preview? Me. It's so yes. good. Go watch it. Go watch okay. it before we get done. Okay. It's so, so good. So good. But I love Ryan Reynolds and his wife, um, their Instagram and stuff, because 
Like, oh, they're hilarious. There'll be a picture of him with his wife, like three quarters of the way cut out. And he's like, right. Hey, to my beautiful wife. <laughs> yeah. And she goes along with it too. She goes back to him again with she it. She does. It's, it's yeah. so funny. It's so funny. He, he can't do anything serious. Uh, he, he did a movie with Will Ferrell here recently, I think. No, uh-huh. was it Will Ferrell? Maybe oh, was Will Smith? Uh, uh-huh. No, no. Uh, Ryan Ferrell? Reynolds. Ryan, yeah, Ryan Reynolds. I think he did a movie with Will Ferrell recently. Okay. And well, I have I to see that now. I, I think uh, yeah. it was. I think that's what it was. Uh, Will Ferrell was supposed to be on the Jimmy Fallon show, and he didn't show up. And who come out was Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds was supposed to be on the other Jimmy show, Jimmy Kimmel. And then, <laughs> and then Will Ferrell came Will, out. He so took that one. They, they switched on at the last minute. They didn't tell that's, him. They, that's just, awesome. so something they would do. The season look on Jimmy Fallon's face when he comes out is like he's like kind of shocked, more surprised. They're like, "What are you doing here? What are you doing here?" Oh, he said, "Well, he couldn't make it. He asked me to show up and you know, kind of uh, uh, bought him some time till he he. Goes, well, never mind. He's not coming." done with those guys around right i'm I mean, telling yeah, you there yeah. was a tiktok i saw the other day that's what i was telling my daughter about it my, and my wife i was like you know i guess we'll watch this one because it's like this tiktok that i saw the other day you know they're like um what celebrity girl do you feel like you have a shot with that you'd want to go on a date with and <laughs> like, you know, Brian Reynolds. oh what, what is like ariana grande and another guy's like uh molly cyrus and another guy says another name and then the last guy's like he looks straight into the camera. He goes, Ryan Reynolds. And then everybody's like, I'm changing mine. Oh, yeah. Me, oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to change yeah. mine to Ryan Reynolds, too. So, like, then yeah. everybody. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> like, that guy's well, humor. Right. So, let us know. Um, I know yeah. you're very interested. Uh, you're, you're very active on IG and the social platforms and all, too. So, let us know what you have going on, you know, before we let you go, what you have going on in the moment. And right now, do you have any projects coming up? Or is it, you know, with the... Uh, <clears throat> Just staying relevant and, and own, or, or do you actually have? Um, yeah, I mean, just know, still going on happening? some commercial and print. You know, all during COVID, there was nothing going on, and that's when I really started posting so much of my retro stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm <laughs> right? like, oh, we'll start posting that that's- old stuff. But it's been fun being involved in the '80s community. It's what a great decade, and everybody mm-hmm. like yourselves. It's everybody's awesome. Everybody, you know, loves movies, you love music, you love the toys, you love everything about 100%. it. And, mm-hmm. You know, we, I think we all have um, kept our, our childlike. <laughs> Absolutely. Ask my 100%. kids. Mine never <laughs> left. Mine never right. left. I have a garage mm-hmm. full of, of collectibles that I got. Right, right. But yeah, um, I'm, I'm the same you know, way. I'm not green screening. I'm this is I know, right? Some of my stuff. Exactly. I got I just recently got a Turbo Man. Oh. <laughs> Turbo Man. How did you get a Turbo Man? He he wouldn't get the he wouldn't get the cool one. Yeah. I just Can I see I, it real quick. Can you show me that? Absolutely. Hold on just a second. 100 percent Oh they, my they actually gosh. they I'm actually have those at Walmart. Huh? They actually they actually have them at Walmart right now. I seen one just last night. I have got to have I, that. I did not pick it up. I thought about it. I did not pick you, it up. Do you remember how been. disappointing it was to everybody yeah, far and wide when that movie came out and there was Nobody no toys? No toys. There was no toys. There's my Turbo Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just happened. My son and I were walking through Walmart 
Mm-hmm. And he goes, and we had just watched this Christmas. You know, yeah. I, I'm big on, we're big on all the Christmas movies. And, all. Yeah. and I told my son, I said, well, we're going to watch my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. And it's, it's Jingle All the Way. So oh, we're yeah. walking through Walmart. This thing, there was two of them. And they were on the very oh, bottom shelf, like clearanced out or something. Oh, no. And he goes, Dad, the- look, a turp. Yeah, he goes, Dad, a turbo man. I said, what? A turbo man? (laughs) I'm in the middle of Walmart with my son going, I got a turbo man. Oh, my God. It's really weird. There's kind of this psychic thing going on right now because things you're bringing up and mentioning, I've been, you know, like thinking about like, because we just watched that too. Christmas watched all the, and I've been making my daughters watch a lot of the, you know, movies they hadn't seen or they watched when they were little with us and didn't, rem- you know, didn't remember. Uh-huh. My son remembers exactly. more, but- Going back and rewatching. That's like the Harry Potter stuff I've been rewatching with my son. Oh my now he's gosh. old enough to get it. I'm so even too embarrassed to tell you how many times I've watched the reunion <laughs> special like four mm-hmm. times already, but I have a lot of oh, the yeah. Harry Potter stuff and all the books. Yeah. That's awesome. I read them out loud to my kids, actually. There, there is nothing out. wrong with being a nerd. Own it. All right. No, I that's own right. It. I own it. Travis cool. owns it. 100%. It's all good. Who has more Absolutely. fun? That's right. right. Yeah, that's right. For real. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. We don't care about people laugh. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, thank you guys for having me on. It's so nice to meet you. And. Hang out. You as well, 100%. Thank you so much. Lori, thank you so much for coming on and uh, talking with me all the times you had about coming up this way and coming on and everything, getting things hammered out. It's been really great. And uh, like, uh, once again, uh, your Instagram handle, what was it? uh, Um, It's just uh, still Lori Tucker. So it's uh, Tucker underscore Lori, Mm L-O-R-I. Basically music and stolen memes. That's what mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> That's, see, she's I, one of us, everybody. But I definitely <laughs> recommend following her. She's got a lot of great stuff on there, and she does a lot of good right. things, too. You can keep up with her good things that she's doing. If you have another one, like the Patrick Warburton deal, come up again. Yes. Something yeah. different. People can see that. Her definitely let us know. For St. Martin's Animal Foundation. So always Definitely doing, let us you know. know here. Whenever you have anything going on, we'll be happy to promote anything you got going That's on. That's awesome. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks. So no pro definitely thanks so much and we hope you yeah, maybe one day in the future we can bring you back on again or so we can we have such a blast tonight we can always do this That'd be again. awesome me too all right thank well thanks you. a lot have all a right, great guys. night Lori. Thank Bye-bye. You too. take care guys all right you too <laughs> all right that was great uh she's a really great person travis really and truly i talked to him all these things i've no talked doubt. about coming on so she's been really right. good for everything here and um I'm glad she was able to take the time to come on. And tonight. yet another, and yet another star that has talked to us. You know, like we were sitting around the fire table in the backyard having a couple of drinks. You know, yeah. Um, the you know with the the few interviews that we've done so far have just been so spectacular for for me personally, just because of the fact that they've been so interpersonal with us you know what i mean and right, up and right. it's not, it, it doesn't feel like a generic interview man they've been well, so cool it's like it's like Lori mentioned earlier but the people that uh that you didn't know how they would react when you talk to them are they cool are they mm-hmm. not gonna be cool uh she's definitely one of those people it's real down to earth and very cool to talk with and uh like i said took a time out of her night on the weekend to sit here and talk with us about some things about what she's done in music the videos commercials tv and everything and and of course, the great thing to find out that she's just as much a nerd as we are. I know, so, isn't know, that awesome? Um, yeah, she awesome. wanted turbo man. Yes, right. Lori, I will definitely show you my turbo man. The hopper teacher, <laughs> the hopper teacher models likes my turbo man. Like your turbo man. 
I just I was I was telling her when you reached around to grab that I said I just seen that at Walmart last night or the night before. We have one at my Walmart now. They want thirty five dollars oh, wow. for it currently though. It's not marked down. Yeah, it's a it's uh, around thirty five bucks. But you know, uh, she said she's going to find one. She's going to look for that. So I, I hopefully she finds herself <laughs> one. Heck yeah. So, and maybe, and man. maybe by the time she finds her Turbo Man, you'll find your booster to go along with Turbo Man. If they man. got a booster, if they got a booster, I will definitely buy the booster. I don't think they made a booster really. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm it's funny not. they just made the Turbo Man. Yeah, the Turbo Man's awesome though. So. Man, that's hilarious. All right, yeah, I'm so gonna go was Lori Tucker. Let me go ahead and get to the thing before we forget this, everybody. We're gonna uh, get our social yes. media out there like we did for Lori. Uh, once again, she said. Follow her on Instagram. She's very fun to watch, and she's very interactive with the fans and everything. So she's a great, mm-hmm. really great person. She really uh, is, yeah. She's, she's cool. But I'm going to go ahead and drop this here real quick. Take a look at it for us, and we'll be right back with you. You know, social media is a very important thing these days. It's the way that you keep up with us and the way that we hear from you. So if you would, take a moment and follow us. We're located at TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. At our name, Retro Life for You. That's R E T R O L I F E, the number four Y O U. You can also reach us via email at retrolifeforyou at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe and follow and share us with your friends. And hey, while you're at it, do us a huge favor and leave us a great five star review and a rating. It helps in ranking the podcast and most importantly, lets us know how we're doing for you. And there we go. There we go. They might not know how that goes unless you're from around here. You don't know. I then. No, I don't know. No, I then. I'm sorry. I then means it means I then means goodbye. It means okay. It means Mm -hmm. hello. It means what's up. What's up? What's happening? What's for dinner? Uh You know what I mean? I appreciate that. Yeah. And you were you were far south. That's what you are. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm in the buckle of the Bible Belt, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining up with us tonight. Do follow us on our social medias we just played. We'd really appreciate the follow and the likes and everything. And next week, uh-huh. we'll have another episode for you ready to go. So uh-huh. we'll be seeing we'll you here see shortly. see you then. Have a oh, great, yeah. night. great night, everybody. <laughs>